Welcome back, everybody, to Sogo Wowo. We got a special interview today. Uh, our friends at Haranko Industries have nicely agreed to do an interview and talk about uh, welding and pipe fitting in the trades. This is Cody Millington. He is the owner of Haranko Industries in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Cody has been in the uh, industry for a little over 20 years as a welder, but they also employ pipe fitters at the shop. So first question, Cody, uh, what got you into welding over like all the other trades? Um, well, I was a little bit of a unique situation. My, my, my family had the business, so it was, it was, uh, I followed in my father's footsteps, I guess. Right. Um, but you know what? I took an interest to welding at an early age. Um, I enjoyed fabricating things. I enjoyed, you know, building stuff out of steel, right? Yeah. Um, in high school and, and, uh, just steered me in that direction and, not that I didn't try other stuff, you know, we went, um, <clears throat> I went down the mechanic path for a little while. Right on. Um, definitely got my feet wet in a few different things and, and welding is just where it really worked. Right? It's where you so, felt the most comfortable. Yep, for sure. It was in my element and yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's what I enjoyed the most. Walk us through, like, what's your favorite part of welding? Like, what's your favorite part about coming to work in the morning? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, favorite part of coming to work, I mean, I mean, when I was welding, um, is just the, the, the different stuff we do on the daily basis. And that doesn't apply to all welders, obviously, but, but in our, on our line of work with the, with the various things we fabricate or repair, right. um, you know, I didn't know what I was coming into each day. Right. One day I might've been repairing a, a drilling rig right out in the field somewhere. The next day I might've been fabricating a new structure of some sort or pressure piping or whatever it been. So, you know, we get, uh, get a lot of different stuff, a lot of diversity, right. Keeps life interesting, keeps every day interesting. Right. So Absolutely. I think that was, that's by far the, the favorite part of. So diversity basically. Diversity. Yeah. Right. I mean, as a welder, you can, you can do so many different things. Welding is, you, know, you just say welding, but there's there's such a broad range of stuff that falls under that welding umbrella, right? Right. From the food industry to the oil patch to the agricultural, commercial, you name it, right? Heavy industrial. So what would be a few examples of like jobs you would do in those different fields? Yeah. Um, well, like I said earlier, you know, when I was running a truck still, we did lots of drilling work, drilling rig work, right? So we'd go out often get called in the middle of the night or whatever. And, and welding on the derrick and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, doing various repairs on the rigs. Um, I've done food grade, food grade CO2 plants where we, you know, put in new vessels and all the piping that goes with it to supply CO2 for Coca-Cola. Oh, actually, okay. okay. Right. So, uh, some stuff like that. And then we've been into, you know, heavy industrial in the fertilizer industry, um, potash, all sorts of stuff where we get into, you know, big vessels, big structure, big, heavy things. And that's always been fun, right? Right. Yeah. Dealing with the 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 large scale the the really big items right and then I suppose when a job is complete uh, and the pressure test passes then you then you know you've done it and Be good yeah get excellent a, get a clean X ray and a and a pressure test and... um I like to keep things a little bit honest for the viewers too but like what are what are the worst parts about being a welder or a pipe fitter yeah there's definitely there's definitely some of that right um, you know, health and safety wise, you do get exposed to, you know, welding smoke, grinding dust, uh, stuff like that, depending on the materials you're welding, right? You might get exposed right. to some, some zinc and, and whatnot. That being said, there's definitely precautions in place and PPE, you know, right. specifically for those applications. So that's from a health and safety perspective, from just a general job perspective, you know, depending on what you're doing and depending on which path you take, 
um, and which area you're going to specialize in welding, you know, you could find yourself in some undesirable situations, you know, where it's like laying down in the dirt right, pipe or you're down in a hole in the mud or middle of the night stuff or, or right. whatever. Right. So yeah, I would, I would say that's some of the not so, not so great parts of it. Um, but the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Right. Yeah. And that's ultimately what you're always looking for. Totally. Do the pros outweigh the cons? And then in the trades, from what I know and have experienced, they always outweigh the cons. Yes. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. For sure. Um, and especially when you find a trade that you enjoy, right? Yeah. so many different trades. That's the ticket, right? That's the key. Exactly. And then with you guys doing pipe fitting as well, with the welding, like it opens up whole, whole new worlds, yep. essentially. Yep. For sure. Kind of changing back to the positive, like what would you say would be something that you would highlight or like showcase welding and pipe fitting, you know, to, to someone who's maybe considering getting into this trade? Well, the financial end of it is, is good. I mean, you right. know, uh, welders and pipe fitters are, are one of the higher paid trades for sure. Definitely. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Um, and, and, you know, again, getting back to that kind of what path you take, you can go from, you know, being home every night and every weekend and you know having all your evenings and weekends like a nine-to-five job or you can you know in some cases guys are too on too off right? right um i think you can i think with any trade and then welding and pipe fitting in specific you can really tailor it to what you want your lifestyle to be right yeah definitely. um you know do you want to put those hours in all at once and then have a bunch of hours off or do you want to stretch it out you know what's what's important to you and, and i think that's you know you can really you can really make that happen and work for you in, in your own lifestyle, right? So, so that's a big positive. Absolutely, right? That that's a big positive. Finances aside, of of time, right? Time is super valuable. And well, it's right? the only thing we can't replace. Exactly. So. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, looking at it from that perspective is is great. It's a rewarding job, right? You're you're generally building stuff or fixing stuff every, every day. You get to see some sort of progress, right? Every day. Absolutely. That's yeah. one thing I always say to my viewers is the, like you, you literally get to be a part of changing the world for the better. Yeah. You, you always are helping someone or changing their life into a better situation. Totally. Yeah, for sure. You get to see what you produce on a, on a daily basis, right? It's, yeah. So you get that, you get that little reward every single day that you're, that you're on the job site. Right. So yeah, it's not yeah, just it's some cool. report lost back in paperwork. For sure. Or yeah, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what would, uh, like, what would a first year, you know, um, kind of do? And then what would they, what would they kind of make their first year as a apprentice welder? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I guess the, it's, it's pretty much the same everywhere you go as far as, you know, what a first year does. Um, you start at the bottom right, right? yeah it's just that's just the way it is that's trades and it's like that for a reason though right it is uh, you you need that experience from the bottom up to make yourself a good a good tradesperson right absolutely so um yeah first year you're gonna be you know stocking parts you're gonna be grabbing tools you know pulling cables off a truck spooling up for the journeyman um, up the welder yeah yeah all that sort of stuff you might find yourself sweeping floors uh yeah. cleaning tools all that sort of stuff that's, you know, really just, just getting into it, but you still are going to get some hands-on experience as to, you know, what are all the tools, you know, what is a 7018, what is a 6010, what is a, what is a MIG whip, you know, you get exposed to all that terminology and you have a lot of those things in your hands, right? So it's really right. the basics of, of welding in that, in that first year. 
Which is what you need to progress because you can't start without the basics. Totally. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, as far as, as you know, a wage, what a first year would make, um, I believe in Alberta here, you're anywhere from, oh, I think it's low twenties to, to mid to high twenties. Okay. Which is pretty decent considering your first year. In For sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can, you know. I mean, in high school or right out of high school, you can you can sign up for your apprenticeship and boom, you can be making 21, 25 bucks an hour, you know, whatever that, right. depending on where you are in the province, you know, what that's going to be. So. And building a future career. Absolutely. So then from first to, say, a journeyman Red Seal, what would you make as a journeyman Red Seal? Um, that's, yeah, so just, just a, a, a plain Jane journeyman Red Seal, I think you can, you know, you can be looking at that. 30s to 40s dollars an hour depending what you're depending again where you are in the province and, and what you're doing um but it doesn't stop there right you know right. once you get that journeyman red seal then you've got again depending what path you're going to take uh you can take all your pressure tickets uh structural steel tickets um fr from there right so you know once that you get that journeyman certificate it's 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 just the the starting point i guess for for your career is okay you know i've got to this point now and which path do I want to take? Right. Where do I want to go with this? How far do I want to go? You know, what, where do I see myself being? And that really dictates, you know, the financial end of it as well. Right. right? Um, <clears throat> there's some, there's some serious dollars to be made in the, in the pressure welding side of things. Yes. For uh, sure. <laughs> for sure. There's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and, and same thing in the structural side of things too, right? There's, there's a lot of guys that do very well um welding structural and just sticking with the structural steel path right? absolutely well i mean we need it as well so totally you know yep. uh, any new building that's being made with any kind of steel framing needs welders yep so. yep and whether that be in the shop or that be on site or yeah right again that all gets down to the path you want to choose and then where you want to take it so and so what would like a, a pipe fitter do say working here what would a pipe fitter do um working here most of our fitters are are working with the welders fitting and tacking uh setting up pipe for production cutting pops uh, some of them are making drawings right uh that sort of stuff on the daily more more towards the oil and gas yeah industry. oil and gas heavy industrial yep right. yep for sure um and then we get into turnarounds we get into plant turnarounds um, where you're on site, you're doing maintenance fitting, where you're maybe you're replacing 300 feet of whatever type of pipe that might be. Right. Um, <clears throat> and threading. Um, and that's kind of a forever job because it's always maintenance. Yeah. Right. It's maintenance, you know, a little bit of new construction, uh, that sort of stuff. So uh, new or a pipe fitting journeyman, what would they make? Roughly? Yeah. I think, I think just a base, you know, pipe fitting journeyman, I think you're in that, that, High thirties to mid forties again an yeah. hour, yeah, yeah, and then again, and, it's... And, and depending where you are, right? Again, going up um, and and what you're doing, you might see that fifties, sixties, an hour Which sort is of mark. So pretty decent money nowadays. Yep, yep, for sure. Especially if you get hours and overtime. Yep, yeah, and then a lot of the trades too. I mean, you know, talking about the the financial end of it, um, a lot of guys go instead of just being an employee somewhere, they, they fire up their own business, right? right. And now they're a contractor somewhere, right? Um, and we have contractors here. I mean, on any given day at Haranko here, we've got between five and 10 contractors. Um, they're just owner operators, right? right? Whether it be a rig welder or contract pipe fitter or 
whatever it might be. Right? Which is awesome because it gives them an opportunity to have their own small business. Yeah. But you also can supply your clients with the necessary yep. products and services. Yeah, for sure. It's win-win for everybody. Really. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Works really good. What could a what could someone who's possibly looking in, you know, to get in into welding or the pipe fitting, what could they do to increase their chances with no experience, um, you know, to be noticed or to have a chance of being hired? A lot of people, you know, especially a lot of my viewers are are trying to get into the trades and they just they don't they've sent resumes in, but of course they have no experience. Right. So what yeah. could they do that would help them? Um yeah, that's a really good question. Um, the first thing I look for in a resume is is a clean resume. I look for you know I look a I look for spelling errors. Right. Do you have spelling errors in your in your resume? You know how much care did you put into that resume? How much care did you put into putting that resume together, or did you just slap something together and send it out? Right. Because right. you know if we see them come in here with errors or you know whatever they haven't been proofread, they, they generally don't they don't they don't make the first cut. Right. right. Um, so that really, you know, what you, what's on your resume really speaks for the type of person you are, right? And we're looking for people that that care. They care about their presentation. They care about what's on their resume, right? Which in turn leads into they care about their work. They have a good, good work ethic and everything else. So that's step number one, <clears throat> clean resume. Um, you know, we look for a good job history and not necessarily any specific experience, but... <clears throat> Um, if I see, you know, something with, with six or seven jobs in the last year, right. generally a big red flag, right? right? Uh, we look for long-term, long-term stuff where you've been at a job for a year or two years. Or even six months at the same job. Exactly. Right. And, and I mean, you know, shit happens, right? We get that. We understand that. Right. Um, and if, if the individual is, you know, they've had a few jobs, but they still make the first cut and we get them in for the interview. You know, we ask them, give me, give me the background on these, on these jobs you've had. Right. Um, and lots of times we get guys where, yeah, well, it was a layoff. It was, yeah. Times got slow. We got laid off. And that happens. Especially right? in the last two years. Totally. Yeah, for sure. So we take that into account. Um, <clears throat> so that's the resume part. Um, Do you think if someone maybe didn't have any experience welding or, or anything, but they were maybe a little bit mechanically inclined, but they just wanted to show you some enthusiasm. Maybe that uh, a um, YouTube video would help, you know, increase their chances. Yeah, very possible. Very possible. Something I've never considered or, or seen. I, I'm trying, like, it's something that <clears throat> I've been trying to uh, kind of perpetuate in some of these videos of mine is steering away from resumes more so, especially in the trades, and going to, like, show me what you can do. Yep versus write me what you can do yeah because as you well know you can write anything on <laughs> yeah, a resume sure. right? yeah and so even if it's got all the spelling and all that and they they seem like perfect fit they could actually be a terrible fit yeah and and there's a lot of people that get overlooked because maybe they they don't spell that well or you know they didn't uh, they didn't have someone else to to go over and proofread i know another set of eyes uh -huh. and so they get thrown out and you miss a really good candidate versus someone that just spells better or, or has, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like I just, I'm trying to promote like more opportunities, more chances for someone who's younger and, um, but eager and ambitious to, sh to show them 
selves to someone like yourself. And I, and I thought like a YouTube, a short YouTube video, you know, like show me what you can do. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you know, it's something I wouldn't be opposed to by any, by any stretch of the mind. Um, <clears throat> it's a, it's a different, different take on it. And I think could have some, some legit value, right? Yeah. Or to go together with the resume or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. most of the younger people are, you know, very tech savvy. So the YouTube videos are, you know, or, uh, they're doing them all the time. TikTok whatever, or something right? like that, right? They yeah. can show you something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just thought I'd ask you and to see if that would even make a difference or, you know, because I'm trying to get honest answers for them. So Yeah. No, I, I think a YouTube video could be, I don't see why not, right? I, I think it, it could definitely have some value. And, and I think, you know, just the, like you said, that someone that's eager for a job and they want a job, right? Um, whether you show that in a, in a, in a YouTube video or you show it when you show up here to drop your resume off, right? Right. We often get, you know, whoever accepts the resume in the front, um, which all of us do at some point in time, right? Um, you know, that person, when they hand that resume off to whoever's looking after hiring, Hey, this, you know, this individual looked really good. They were energetic, you know, great to talk to. You kind of get that first impression, right? right? So, so very similar to a, so YouTube video, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you know. I, another thing I've kind of mentioned to them is like, if you're, you know, especially trying to get into a trade and you're around a job site is like show up in the morning, ready to go to work. Crucial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even before you're hired though, like yeah. if you're going to come bring your resume here, be here when the shop, like be here when the shop is open. Yeah. Don't yeah. come in at three o'clock in the afternoon and you know, like here's my resume, but. Right. Yeah. Show up and show up early in the morning, right? For when the office opens and, and the shop opens or whatever, and have a smile on your face and yeah, right. That, that, that goes a long way. That first impression goes a long way. Absolutely. With, without a doubt. Yeah. And even on a scheduled interview, you know, same thing, you know, show up 10, 15 minutes early. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Have a seat, grab, grab something to read or whatever. And yeah. And uh, yeah, that just shows that you're, you're there, you're eager, you're willing, you want you want to be here, right? Yeah. 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 Being late is never going to help you in any no. situation. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> For most of the polls that I've been reading about the trades, it's actually fairly consistent. It's about 73% job satisfaction across the board. Yeah. Some are a little bit lower, like down into the high 60s, but yeah. some are actually up into the low 80s. For so sure. it's an average of about 73%. So would you, like in your experience would you say that like would you say you've had a lot of job satisfaction and yes yeah <clears throat> for sure yeah and i've uh you know just in conversation um with high school students or whatever it might be you know i always encourage people to to look at the trades um because it's great it, it really is i mean you get there's, there's good job satisfaction the financial benefits are there yeah it, it's a it's a good career choice yeah and the beauty of the trades is, you know, even if you get into it and you think, you know, I want to try something different out, that ticket never goes away. That's right. Right. You've got that ticket for your life. Like it's, it's yours. Right. So. And someone who actually has multiple trades is that much more valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got employees here that, that are, you know, ticketed fitters, ticketed welders, um, ticketed iron workers, ticketed welders, right. We see a lot of double trades. And yeah. essentially that you can write a ticket to pretty much anywhere in the world with that, like you can work anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's a doorway. It opens, it opens so many doors, right? There's, yeah. there's, there's so much that can be done. And again, it's yours. It's yours forever. 
Yeah. Right. Whatever you choose to do with it, that, that ticket is yours forever. You've always got a job. And you've helped create something. Yeah. You know, and make the world a a better place. Yeah. Our world wouldn't function without the trades. It's built on trades. Yeah. Right. Everything that we have, everything that we touch, everything that we feel, everything that's, that's around is, is had the trades involved with it at some point in time. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, Cody. This has been awesome um, and hopefully quite insightful to the viewers. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. That's absolutely. Great. If you have any comments or questions, put them in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you about what you think about this interview. And if you have any ideas of who you'd like me to interview for coming up episodes. Thanks, and we'll see you on the next one.